All right, here we go. Death, Taxes, and Local Music, episode number four. My name is Taryn Cochran. You know, I had a couple of great ideas to talk about a few things today, but I thought what I might do instead is do an interview with Chris Mercer. Now, Chris started a website a while back called MusicRegenaLive.ca that documented and tracked all the live shows in Regena. Now, while it sits quiet these days, Chris is one of the most passionate and supportive members of the local music scene that I've ever met. So I'm going to pick his brain, and I hope you enjoy. We're sitting here at the last straw, busy night, wing night, with Chris Mercer. And as mentioned before, Chris had a website called musicregenerallive.ca that tracked local shows and did a great job of kind of calling the herd. If you came to Regina, lived in Regina, and wanted to check out what was going on in the live music scene. So Chris, what prompted musicregenerallive.ca? You know, it's funny, I was just reminiscing about this today, and I was trying to remember exactly what it was that started it, and I think it was me and you were sitting around at a wing night one night, and we realized that we were eating wings while there was an awesome concert happening that we didn't realize was going on. And I wanted to make sure that that never happened again. Do you remember what the show was? I, I cannot remember for the last time. <laughs> so since starting it, you've, uh, you know, you've kind of gotten your heels into the local music scene. And you've really kind of branched out, met a lot of great people and done a lot of great things. Is there a live show that really stands out for you after starting Music with Channel Live? Uh, when you invited me out to Against Me, I had never seen that band before. I'd never really listened. I heard a little bit on the radio, but never really took notice. That was one of the most intense live shows in Regina I've ever seen. And I believe that was at the Exchange. It was. Uh, I can't remember what the album they were promoting was, but it was so packed that they actually opened up the club side and they routed people through. Yes. That was an unforgettable show, except for the fact of what show, what album they're promoting. I can't remember, but cool. So since that time, what are some of the local local bands you've seen? Um, some of the local stuff I've seen lately. Uh, I've gone out to see Ava Wild a couple times. Um, she's out on tour in the East right now, but Megan Nash's stuff has been unbelievable. Working with Bears and Hazenmore, all the way from. Uh, Breakout West last year yeah. through to now and just interacting with those guys around the scene has been really, really amazing. They're doing great stuff. One of the great things about that Megan Nash, Bears and Hazelmar show is that after it happened, there was such a buzz around the city about specifically that show. You know, they had been working together so long. Yeah, they did some really cool stuff when they combined their set. Like they're, so they're, I'm sure a lot of your listeners know, but they're two bands coming together to perform some of Megan's music. And this, the the dynamics that they bring with all the horn sections and just adding all this extra bit of flair to the music is really, really cool. And I don't think anyone else is really doing that kind of stuff right now. And if you want to hear it, Megan's debut album on Acronym Records called Seeker is an album that features her and Bears and Hazenmore. Absolutely. And it's probably got one of my most favorite independent artist songs of all time on it. What song is that? The, the title track. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's it's a, really good. It's a standout album. And I mean, Megan's one of those artists that when she plays live, she turns heads. She's so phenomenal. Welcome week, guys. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right, drinks are here. And uh, no, no, as I was saying, Megan, she turns heads when she plays. She's got that growl to her, but she's got that phenomenal guitar playing and just that she can belt out those fine notes like nobody else can. Just unbelievable voice, unbelievable songwriting talent. Um, and a really great person if you ever get a chance to chat with her. She actually cares about people and it's re it really shines. Just 
she, she listens to you when you talk to her. It's, it's unbelievable. You remember a few years ago when you and I went to McNally's Tavern and we went and saw Scott Richmond in full band. Uh, Josh Gonzalez opened up and I remember walking out of there and going, number one, I can't believe the, the quality of the musicianship and the talent that we just saw tonight. But also to the fact that I just paid five dollars to see this, I could not get away. Oh, it's unreal! The the value per dollar on these kinds of shows, these guys are putting out music that could easily be on mainstream radio, and they're just doing it for the love of it in the local scene. And you can go in and see it and pay. A lot of times the shows are free. A lot of times they're five bucks or ten bucks, whatever. It is an unbelievable value. Um, you'll leave those shows going wow every time. And I think a good indication of that is you see you see growth in the artists and growth in the live music when you have the Dead South and Blake Berglund and Bell playing playing Casino Regina on December 31st. They're playing a 700-seater venue because people recognize the talent and they, they put on such a phenomenal performance. You can't have that show anywhere else. No, and that's that's one of those shows where people need to go to their family. They need to go to their, their aunts and uncles and grandparents and say, hey, you need to check this stuff out because it's the people who love it is, will spread the word because that's the way that it's going to get even bigger and we'll get to hear more of this stuff. You'll have to see more people doing it. Rising tide raises all ships, right? Absolutely. When they succeed, so, do, so does everybody else. All right, thanks, man. Thank you. All right, back again. Uh, they've done us a favor and cranked up the Sugar Hill Gang. <laughs> As you can hear in the background, now Chris, I want to talk to you about, uh, let's talk about, we talked about live music in general, we talked about some of our experiences, let's talk about the actual musicians. You're such a live music fan that you actually had Megan Nash, Poor Nameless Boy, and the Stillhouse Boys play at her wedding. Yeah, that was actually pretty intense. We uh, we had the, the wedding booked uh, for a venue and was thinking of all these bands that we could that I would like to have there, and I mean, my my wife um, really wanted to have the Stella Sports because she saw them live with me one time, and um, Megan Nash has been, right from the start of the Music We're Down Live thing, she's been one of the artists that you can't not watch, like, she's just always there, and her music has been a huge part of my life, and uh, Poor Nameless Boy put out a new album last year and one of the songs well actually the whole album blew me away but one of the songs just really resonated and my wife and I made that our, our song so it's it's, a, it's been a that was pretty one of the coolest memories and you have seen that way and that was awesome yeah, it was a cool experience I've, I've been fortunate in my life to MC a lot of shows and I tell you your wedding day was probably one of the, the coolest events to MC so on, on top of all these great local musicians and, and live shows and stuff like that. Who are some of the musicians that you feel are just making waves from a business standpoint and are, are wonderful people doing wonderful things that you kind of go, they, they deserve it. They really deserve it. Um, a couple of the, the artists that I've been watching closely this past year seem to be having a lot of fun with their craft. Kara uh, Galema. Uh, a few months back, I was fortunate enough to see her at O'Hallon. She actually... Uh, they in their Tuesday night acoustic shows now they have it on the the non-stage side of the bar so she actually sat up on the table with her guitar with no no uh, microphone no speakers or anything and just belted out some tunes with her guitar cross-legged on the table it was fantastic um, that also brings to mind the story we were talking about earlier about when I saw B.A. Johnson play <laughs> and he did his encore off the men's bathroom sink that was fantastic too <laughs> could stand outside 
outside, right by the bar and see into the men's bathroom. He was standing on the sink, just belting it out on his guitar. That was just awesome. I was surprised it held up, but good on BA. <laughs> that was one of the, yeah, there's been some memorable times there. So then I also feel like, for me, I look at uh, musicians, like obviously I talked with Ken Roberts about Blake Berglund. Uh, Amy Nelson is doing amazing things. She's one of the hardest working singer-songwriters I know. She does the Sing Like a Star program on top of her success in Australia now. Coulter Wall, who I don't even have to go into the stories about Coulter because we all know how well Coulter's doing. Guys like Scott Pettigrew, Absolutely, who yeah. I respect and admire. He's, he's insanely talented on the guitar and with the songwriting, but his work ethic is, is incredible. He's one of those guys that he sits down and, and you know he picks people's brains, but he also he works really hard at perfecting his craft, his live show, his marketing, his branding, everything involved in it. Yeah, it's it's um, kind of call that the home run of the music business if you can get all that in check. Um, poor Nameless Boy is somebody who does amazing with that kind of stuff as well. He's, he's just on top of it. He eventually um, hired some people to help him out with it, but in the beginning, he was doing it all. But I think you have to, similar to the Dead South, where they've got a label and they've got management now, they've got publicity and everything in check, but those guys did so much legwork beforehand. It's good to do that, I think, because you get to know what you're doing and you know what you're paying for. Absolutely. You know, you can kind of figure out who's good at a certain thing and then get them to help you with that. Exactly. And you're totally aware. It's, you don't want to leave it up to everybody and not know what's going on behind the scenes. Yeah, and it gets to a point, too, where you do what you do best and hire for the rest, right? And Absolutely. But the Dead South, I mean, they when their video broke, too, one of the things I really respect is when that, in Hello Being a Company video hit, what, 28 million views now? They were prepared for it. They had, they had everything online ready to go. They had their albums for sale. They had their stage show down. So for them, now you're just rolling with the with the amazing punches, for lack of a better term. That was a really cool viral video. We, my wife and I actually caught it early on after release, and we we checked on it about probably every couple hours just to watch the numbers slowly rise. It was unbelievable, and we loved it. We, we just enjoyed watching it. It was a great too. video, and actually Zach Wilson, who directed that video, won a Western Canadian Music Award for Music Director Video Director of the Year. Yeah, it's well deserved. That's the the talent that went into filming that had to. There must be a lot of hours put into that. A lot of work, man. A lot of work. All right, we're back. Talking with Chris Mercer, the man who started MusicRegenerallive.ca, one of the biggest local music supporters that I know. And now we're going to talk about uh, local songs. So for me, in a past episode of this podcast, I talked about the song that really sparked my interest in local music was Old Wood Bridge by the Local Onlys. For you, what was a song? What was a local song that you said to yourself, oh my God, Saskatchewan music is amazing? Um, I had a friend bring me out to a Library Voices show. I think I saw them first. It was out there with Highlands of the Exchange. And... Uh, they played a song from their first from their EP. Um, it's called "Step Off the Map and Float," and that was super cool. They had so much energy on stage for everything, no matter what. But that song was something I'd never seen a band, I'd never heard music like that before, and it really blew me away. And I was like, "Wow, people are doing this kind of stuff." And that opened up the doors to all kinds of stuff. I mean, I started listening to Fortunate Isles after that, and uh, it just snowballed from there. Well, I think, too, like I know we were talking about even, you know, Scott Richmond, Rain on the Rooftop is a fantastic song. The video itself is incredible, too. So there's also that thing with music, too, where you can hear a good local song, but when these local bands have accompanying videos or, you know, a great stage presence, it really adds to the appeal of that song. Absolutely. If you... 
when when you go on like talk about that that railing rooftop video it's super cool they actually get up on a roof and they were they were playing the song but um, you see them play that song in on stage and it's it's just like it's so like they've got all this passion and fire and they just love doing the the music that they've written it's awesome I think for me too a couple of the local songs uh, Tineal Arts Wildfire and Whiskey Yellow it's a, it's a country song and I know you're not a massive country fan but it's it's a song that I just listened to and I went wow what an incredibly talented singer she is and songwriter I just couldn't get over how amazing it was and it kind of opened my eyes to this you know she's from Weyburn yeah it's incredible um, similar experience I had some like uh, Ava Wilds to the moon and back yeah that song it blew me away I actually uh, I got a hold of her I, I asked her to, to teach me to play the song oh that's and cool. she, she sent me the chords for it it's, it's pretty awesome that's cool yeah but it's that song every time I hear it it just it's, it soaks into my brain and you can't stop listening to it so what is it for you that'll draw you into a song so in an age of the internet where there's a million songs coming at us and a million bands to check on a million artists but for local artists what will make you stop and listen to a song is it a recommendation from a friend is it just generally interest in the band is it artwork what is it um, it's kind of a combination there, there's always a different factor so I think for me first and foremost if I'm just finding music on my own the the voice of the singer it that's the number one thing and that'll make me stop and take notice and will really give me the wow is when I start listening to the lyrics and if you can feel the emotion that they're putting out there that'll draw me and that'll make me a fan of that song forever and uh, I think uh, I think that's probably the main one for me and then the artwork side I've, I've always been a fan of music work so um, if I see a really good album cover I'll always stop and listen to that too well you know it's uh, when Blake Berglund and Bell playing covered Zachary Lucky Saskatchewan Unbelievable. Oh, yeah. This, was... You know, the lines in the song and talking about Saskatchewan, it actually made me, I listened to it when I was in Ottawa one time and it made me homesick. Yeah, that, I went uh, to that, the release show for that. And I was a little bit disappointed because I walked in there, it was probably the first show in Regina ever to start on time. So, <laughs> so the, Zachary Lucky was already playing by the time I walked in the door. But wow, what a show. That blew me away. Do you remember the show uh, Scott Richmond and Coulter Wall at the Artful Dodger when the power went out? Yes. Oh, what an amazing night. That, I, I think I hear you talk about that at least once a month. Well, I got into a car accident out front. <laughs> that so. too. Yeah, I forgot about that part. Yeah. So besides the fact that they played the show without any power anyways, there's uh, you got the memory of, uh, of your little uh, repair bill. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was an incredible show, but it just kind of shows the... the you know, local music mindset and musicians where even when the power goes out, they're still going to play, they're still going to put on a great show, they're still going to entertain the crowd and the audience, and everybody got into it. It was like a giant campfire sing-along. Yeah, everyone got out their cell phones and had their flashlights on, and um, they, they actually moved out right into the middle of the crowd so everybody could hear them. Unbelievable. That show is a great artist right there. And we actually went to we went to a couple of shows that night. We went and stopped in at Blake Berglund's show briefly. Yes. And then where else did we go after that? Do you remember? I can't remember. I remember we couldn't get into Blake Berglund though. It's too busy. <laughs> so it goes, so it goes. Alright, thanks so much, Chris. Thank you. Back once more with Chris Mercer, the man who kicked off Music with Gentle Live and uh, a massive supporter of local music. We're here at the Last Straw Brew Pub 
having wings, listening to the saddest Our Lady Peace song we could have on the jukebox, <laughs> crying uncontrollably. Uh, one thing I want to talk about, Chris, is that there's people in our music industry or music scene that have, I feel that have made an impact on my life. The guys from Jeff Redbeard Corbett, the king of local music. Colin Lovequist has been very, very supportive of my career. And Colin does number ones at one on 620 CKM. And he, there's nobody in the city that knows more about country music, heck, this province, than Colin Lovequist. For you, when you got involved in the music scene, who were some of the people that really embraced you and welcomed you in? And you kind of went, wow, I'm part of something. Um, you. Number one, I think ah, I, th- I think um, you really encouraged me to like. I think you jumped on board with the idea of what I was trying to do, and you really encouraged me to run with it and do even more with it than I ever imagined it could be. And I thank you for that. It was really cool. You mentored me around that, and it was it was an awesome experience. Um, I think people like uh, Dana from Bays and Hairs and Hazemore. He uh, he really jumped on board, and we even did some, him and John Nair. We even did some collaborative stuff. Uh, we posted stuff on each other's blogs. Oh, Runway Pop. Yeah, that was that was really cool too. And those guys were doing some really awesome uh, concert reviews and things at the time, and I, I really dug that stuff. Um, but yeah, and then of course everyone, Jeff Redbeard. Oh, he's a king. Redbeard's yeah. a king. He he supports if it, if it's making good waves in the scene, he supports it. It's, you've never seen someone with uh, with a bigger smile on his face and a hug to give every time you see him. I used to always say too with live shows. You and I went to Nick Nick Faye's album release show at the Italian Club. Oh yeah, remember that? That yeah. was a long time ago. And Redbeard showed up, and I always used to say that the sign of a good show. If you want to know if your show is getting out there, if word of mouth is helping, if your social media marketing is helping, or whatever it may be, if Redbeard shows up to your show that's a sign you've got a good local show absolutely and they're, they're I've never seen somebody sit there and listen to music and talk about how great the musicians are and the people coming and going to the show is like oh there's if you came to the show in the middle it'd be like there's Taryn one of the biggest supporters I've ever seen in music and, and it just was that all night if he's there the vibe around him and the 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 people he brings with him to a show is just unreal. Yeah. It's not intentional, but that's just, that's what he draws in, just that awesome crowd. And there's other people in the industry, I know, like, for me, there's people, not necessarily the industry, but in, in music lovers in general, you know, J.G. Elliott, who's creative writer for Harvard, who, who does a lot of bio writing for bands, Ken Roberts, who I did on a past episode, but also guys like Mark Heiss from Rebellion, who is the greatest guy to follow on Instagram, because he shares all of the music he loves daily. Oh, yeah. Is there people that, that empower you, or that you see that are so passionate about music, whether it be local or in general, and you go, wow. Um, it's always just been other musicians. Like we we've had a really cross supportive scene in Regina all the time. You think about um, the guys from uh, New Era, yeah, who were always at everyone. Like there was a, a period of time where I couldn't go to a show without seeing those guys there, and uh, they were just that that interest sport. Like everybody loved each other's music and they wanted to be there for them. Um, that passion's hard to get away from. I've never seen anything like that. And that, I agree too. I mean, I remember seeing a show up uh, way up north of Prince Albert where uh, Andino's sons are playing on the stage. And, no, sorry. Yeah, Andino's sons are playing on the stage, and every member of the Dead South was standing at the front of the crowd watching them. Yeah, I've I've never seen that too. And uh, there were times where you could you could do a string of shows over.
over a couple of weeks and be like, oh, there's Dead South Hats right up in front. Right? Yeah, every yeah. time. And it's great to see it. I think it's great to be in a scene that, that's supportive of each other because, as we mentioned earlier, rising tide raises all ships. Yeah. And everybody's successes we can share. And, you know, it's not, it's one for all, all for one. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think that's been a staple of our scene. I think, uh, I hope it continues as I get back more into uh, attending more shows and, uh, and getting back in touch with everybody I've kind of lost touch with it over recently I'm really excited to, to see that again awesome well thanks so much again for doing the interview and uh, thanks for plugging the jukebox with these tunes that you're, I always <laughs> I always want to play your favorite songs Matt no problem appreciate it thanks bud <laughs>